Welcome to War Dove Podcast. Warring Dove International is a kingdom organization focused on building local and global partnerships, equipping ministry leaders, and raising up a company of warriors who, like a dove, have eyes to pursue one thing, the king. Thank you for tuning in today as our founder, Lisa McFarland, shares her message. Thank you for tuning in as we are launching our adventure series. Walking with God is much like going on an adventure. And today, Lisa McFarland will be sharing with you some helpful insights of how to successfully navigate this journey you're on with God. We hope you enjoy. The disciples get in this boat. Jesus has been arguing with religious people and he's like, all right, you guys, let's go. And he says, watch out for the leaven of the Pharisees. And they go, that's a word. That's a word. And then they start arguing. We forgot the bread. Oh, my God. You know, and I feel like that sometimes. I feel like the people around me, I've shared about dreams and visions and angels and demons and revelation. And then sometimes I look at them and I'm like, you're a prophet? Prophesy. You're an evangelist? Lay hands on yourself. Right? Come on. Where's your faith? Where's that word? Where's that ordination? Where's that anointing? And Jesus looks at me and says, are you talking about the bread? We forgot our lunch. And he said, I am not talking about that bread. I'm talking about the bread. Didn't you just see me feed 5,000? How many baskets were left over? Didn't you see me feed 4,000? How many baskets were left over? In other words, you're worried about, I can make bread come down from heaven. I can make bread out of nothing. Sometimes we think we know God and we think we have a word. We think we have a promise and we understand the adventure, the calling, the anointing, the revelation, the word of God. No, you don't. No, you don't. Praise God for what you got. You know, if this is all you got, like a little plank of a ship that's broke up, hold on to it. It'll save you and get you to shore. But this ain't Jesus. It's just a word. A little bit. And it's powerful. And it can change a nation. It can raise the dead. It can heal the sick. But this ain't the word. It's a word. It ought to humble us. It ought to humble us. And it ought to make us hungry. What? That's just a word? Man, that's amazing. It's changed my life. Look what's happened to me. I just can't believe what God's done for me. If that's just a word... What would happen if I got the big word? Right? And God opened my eyes to really see the power of it. You know, and they get in the... Sh- and it's funny because then another time they were in this boat and he tells them to go to the other side. Right? God has invited them on an adventure. Come and follow me. And then they get in the boat and he tells them, go to the other side. But he doesn't get in. I don't know. Maybe they're thinking, maybe he's got a donkey we don't know about. And he's going to ride around to the other side. I don't know. So they, ha- they have an adventure. And they have a promise or a word. Go over there. In between the adventure and the promise comes real life. Right? The bike. You, I'm, I'm trying to find my balance. I'm trying to... This boat's rocking. I don't know. Are you sure he told us to go? Are you sure it was Jesus? Are you, Jesus, do you even know me? Do you care about me? Jesus, don't you love me? Don't you care we're going to die? And Jesus has to come and say, shut up. 
And some of us need to hear, shut up. Just shut up. Just shut up. Because you've got stupid faith. Shut up. I don't know if he told the wind or the... They assumed he was talking to the wind, but maybe he was talking to them. And he said to him, why do you have such... And the translation says, little faith. But in the Greek, it really means, why did your faith not last longer? Why was it short faith? You got short faith. Short faith. Why do you have short faith? Because God's faith is long faith, eternal faith, unlimited faith. In fact, he tells them, you need to have God faith. Right? In another passage. We need to repent for small faith. We need to repent for short faith. We need to repent for stingy faith. God, I believed you for three days now. It's been three years. I've been believing. I've been declaring. I've been, de- I've been decreeing. And we use our stingy faith. This is all the faith I'm going to have. This is all the faith I'm going to give you, God. I've given you long enough. We need to repent for the small faith, the short faith, the stingy faith. We need to repent for smelly faith. You know, like smelly fish? How about smelly faith? Look at your neighbor and say, stop stinking. What are you talking about, Lisa? I'm talking about faith that, you know, you say it's faith, but it's like, God, all right, I'm going to believe you because I have to. Because the apostle said, because the prophet said, because you said, because I have to. I mean, what else can I do, God? Where else can we go? Only you have the words of life. And that's smelly faith. And that's not a faith without, that's not faith without griping. That's not a believing and honoring kind of faith. Lord, I don't know, you know, what's happening. I don't understand, but I believe you. You know, like David, even if he slays me, yet will I trust him, Job says. No, that's smelly faith. You need to stop having smelly faith. You need to repent for smelly faith. Right? Maybe, maybe Jesus needs to come and tell you to shut up. You need to repent for stupid faith. Sometimes we put our faith in things that we shouldn't put our faith in. Like we trust in ourselves. Or we trust in a prophet. Or we trust in that person. Or we trust in a job. We trust in our own physical strength, right? And and, and it's stupid faith. Because it's not really faith at all. Because if it's not in God, it's not faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. John 1, 1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And it says again in Revelation chapter 19 that he is the word. The Lamb is the Word, right? So it's not faith in the government or in money or my words or faith in my faith. I believe, I believe, I believe. You know, all you get is little fairies. You won't get Jesus. You know, it's, it's not a stupid faith. I know in whom I believed, right? David says, hope thou my soul in God, right? We want to to repent and come out of agreement. We want to change. Repent means to change your thinking, to come out of agreement with that. That's why we say, I repent, which means I change my mind. I no longer think that. I no longer go that way. I choose to go this way. I choose to set my mind on things above. You know, I choose to come into agreement. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth in me as it is in heaven. And as I do that, I'm practicing stupendous big faith. Big faith. 
Look at your neighbor and say, you need big faith. Big faith. You know, you can't have big faith on your own. You're going to have to get it from God, right? Faith is a gift from God so that no one can boast. We talk about that in order to get saved, but it, the same faith that got you saved is the same faith that's going to keep you saved and is going to get you to the city. And that faith came from God. It never was your faith. It's faith from the Lord. You need to have God's faith. It's a gift. So tonight, if I was to ask you a question, what's your big? What's your big? What's your big? I've been talking about big. Big, big. It's big. It's big, remember? It's big. Like that fish. Like that bike. Like that word. Like that flower. It's big. It's big. I remember when God said to me when I was younger, Lisa, you're going to go to the nations. And I thought I was going to be a doctor and I was going to operate on people and do surgery and I was going to help people by being a surgeon. Right? And then, you know, later on I had somebody prophesy over me. Right? And they said, you know, you're going to sing and when you sing, demons are going to come out. And when you sing, people are going to get healed and, and, and people are going to come to Jesus. And I was picturing Amy Grant a guitar on a stage recording records and I went down that path because that was what I saw and my vision you know for that time was a big vision but now I look back and I'm like wow that was a small vision that's all I could see I couldn't imagine I didn't know that people could be a psalmist or that people could sing and, and as you created an atmosphere and God's glory invaded that room demons would come out of people and people would get healed because you were worshiping the Lord amen that he would create and build a throne for God, right? I remember when they came to me and said, God's called you to nations and all the things are my life. I, I don't know what I was picturing, but it ain't what I'm doing now. <laughs> I remember that I had dreams that I had babies tied on my back, black, white, yellow, red. And I thought, well, when I grow up, I will adopt children from another nation and I'll have a black baby, a white baby, a red baby, and a yellow baby. And I'll get me one. And I remember thinking that. I will, get, I will adopt that one. Instead, I'm a mother of nations and I have hundreds of black babies. And when I go to Mozambique, they call me mama. They call me mother. In India, auntie, mama dove, you know, mama Lisa. And I'm like, it's not what I envisioned. It was big. I was picturing one baby and God was picturing nations, right? I was picturing being an evangelist and God was picturing something else. I was picturing my city and God was picturing cities, right? What's your big tonight? What's your big? What's your big? Come on, God's spoken to you. There's no way. You've been sitting in church for a long time. And you've heard many words of God. You've heard many challenges. Most of you have been prophesied over more than 50 times. If you're in this church, you've had to at least been prophesied to at least 50 times, if not 100. And some of you, maybe 1,000 times. Those words where Paul said to Timothy, you need a war concerning the prophecies over your life. What's your big? You're going to have to fight for it. It's going to be an adventure. It's going to be up and down. It's going to, you know, sometimes I remember crying thinking it's over. When they locked us out of the building a few uh, years ago, I thought it's over. It's over. It's over. The ride's over. Nope. You just got to the bottom and now you're going to go back up again. 
right? And then, and then, and then you think you surely you're going to die as you're screaming, going around the curve, and you're going in and out, upside down, and what's in your belly comes up in your mouth. And you have to push it back down. Say, I forgive him. I forgive him. I forgive him. It's an adventure. It's a promise. God doesn't say anything that he doesn't do and he doesn't mean. He doesn't know how to lie. He doesn't know how to forget. He doesn't know how to fail. He can't. It's big. Because your God is big. Because he has big, powerful arms. Who? To, to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? To whom? You know, will he believes this report. Come on, it's big. It's big. It's big. It's big. It's a big love. You, you may not feel loved. You may feel like you're alone, but you're not seeing the real love of God. Because it's not one day. It's not one time. It's not one encounter. It's not one year. It's big. It's big. You don't even know what big is. pray tonight that you would be big again not that you have ever ceased to be glorious, majestic or powerful but somewhere along the way you're not as big in our eyes as you used to be because we've been looking at ourselves and we become like what we worship and so we've thought you were like us, we thought you were like them, we thought you were like other gods and tonight I pray that you would come and burn our eyes and we would see Jesus like Saul of Tarsus where we've learned about you but we need to encounter you we need the veils to come off of our eyes we need to see that you're not the God of Israel you are the God that you're not just big for our nation you are big period that you hold all the waters in your cloak you hold the whole world in the palm of your hands that all power in heaven and earth has been given unto you that the highest heavens belongs to God and the earth he's given to men that the secrets belong to the Lord that the things that he's revealed belong to us and our children forever that you remember for a thousand generations your promises to your servant Abraham where you said I will make your name great I will surely be protect you I'll be your glory I'll be your rear guard I'll be your exceeding great reward I, I, I will bless you and I'll cause your children to be like the stars in the heavens and the sands on the seashore that people will bless you and I will bless them and if they curse you I will curse them and through you all families of the earth will be blessed and I will establish my name and my covenant with you and your seed forever after you remember there's a promise and if it's being tested it's because the promise is being upgraded God's brought you to this place at Mitzvah to judge between you and another person that the covenant can be increased to up the ante to add to the kitty to add to the word that doesn't mean he forgot what he already said it's just that there's going to be multiplication if they're withholding attention withholding reward withholding what's due withholding honor it's because it's being upgraded it's because you're being tested and the word of the Lord tested Joseph until it came to pass it's big how big I don't know 
I've seen really, really big angels that stand all the way up through skyscrapers. That stand like with their head in the heavens and their feet on the ocean and on the land. And they were big and still it's not big enough. I, 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 how big is God's love? I don't know. I saw the heart of the Father and it was like a giant house. And it had doors and you went in and walked inside the chambers of his heart. So that when he says, if I go, it is to prepare a place for you that where I am you may be also. Because in my Father's house or his heart, there are many rooms. It's big. It's big. How big is God's ear that he bends down to hear your cry? And when he hears you cry, he lifts you out of waters that are too high for you. How big is his ear? I don't know, but it's big enough to walk in like the, like the door in the opening of a cave. And as you walk through the internal parts of his ear, you can hear what he's thinking and hear the beat of his heart. It's big. It's big. It's big. What about heaven? How big is heaven? I don't know. It's 33 miles high and 33 miles wide. And that's just, that's just the measurement of angels and men. But really, it's huge. It's big. How big? It's big. There's angels. There's elders. There's living creatures. There's gardens. There's fountains. There's rivers. There's waterfalls. There's, there's the chamber of keys. There's the chamber of body parts. There's the chamber that holds weapons. There's the, the hallway of destiny. And there's the hall of destiny. There's the hall, the hall of the great heroes to be honored in the hall of faith. You know, there's, there's the door to the end times room. There's the, there's the chamber where he keeps his books. And there's his bedroom. I don't know how big it is. It's big. It's big. It's big. It's big. It's big. It's big. God said, you want an adventure? Come and follow me. I'll give you the power to become a son of God. In him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And he's the expressed image of the Godhead. It's big. It's big. So big. So, so, so big. God, can you show us how big you are tonight? John 1.16 says this, For of his fullness, or his bigness, we have all received, and grace upon grace. He's big. His grace. How much grace? I don't know. There's a lot. You can't outrun it. You can't overcome it. You can't outlive it. You can't outsin it. You can't out-unforgive it. It's big. Many waters cannot quench this love. How many waters? None of them. How big is this love? It's everlasting. From everlasting. It's big. But I feel alone. I feel like a failure. I feel like no one loves me. You need to repent because that's not the right kind of faith. Because God's love is big. Behold what manner of love the Father has toward us. 
that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes in him should not perish. They will have everlasting life. It's big. It's big. It's big. You should have a big hope. Because his love is big and love endures all things, hopes all things, believes all things. It's big. 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 It's bigger than someone dying. It's bigger than betrayal. It's bigger than, than those bills. It's bigger than cancer. It's bigger than a blood disease. It's bigger than a torn rotator cuff. It's bigger than word curses. It's bigger than ungodly soul ties. It's bigger than iniquity. It's bigger than generational sin. It's bigger than diabetes. It's bigger than, than, than crisis. It's bigger than war. It's bigger than false doctrine. It's bigger than unforgiveness. It's bigger. It's bigger. Come on, what's your big? Don't sit there. You're in the presence of a big God that has big power. What is your big? Do you even know? When's the last time you rode a bike? When's the last time that you had to learn to hang in the balance between heaven and earth and trust and take a risk to be off balance? To trust God. What's your big? What's your big? You might have faith to prophesy, but do you have faith to trust him for finances? You might have faith to cast out demons, but do you have faith for your own body and your own healing? You have faith to speak to nations, but do you have faith for your own household? Remember? Short faith, small faith, smelly faith, stupid faith. Stingy faith. What's your big tonight? You need to get it right with God. And I know, I know that there's something warring against us. Just like that dream I had of that dress that was tight. And the enemy wanted us to put on this dress that was tight, that was squeezing us so we couldn't grow and and it would keep us small. But that ain't my dress. That ain't my vision. That is not my God. He's big. He's big. On this, what? The reality that Jesus is the Son of God. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Because my God is big. My God is big. That's why I didn't die in that car accident. That's why I didn't lose my mind. That's why I didn't kill myself. That's why I didn't get lost over there. That's why I'm not addicted. That's why I'm not still in jail. That's why I didn't give up. That's why I didn't quit on you. Because God is big. Is God big in you tonight? Because he who began a good work is faithful to complete it. Christ is in you and he is the hope of glory. And the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is at work in you. It's big. I know there were times where I told God, I'm not going to follow you anymore. I'm not going to serve you anymore. I quit. I give up. But you know what? There was something inside of me that was working to do and to be what God said. And God's word was planted in me like a seed. And there was nothing that was going to stop it. 
If Lazarus was dead and God said, get up, how much more shall you be changed? How much more shall it come to pass? Father, I pray tonight that you would get bigger in our estimation, in our revelation of who you are, that you would be very big in my mind. You would be very big in my honor and my estimation. You'd be very big in my revelation of you. You don't need to get any bigger because you're big. But I need you to get bigger in me and bigger in my thinking. Because I've been bowing down to a false Christ who was small and puny and impotent. And it was controlled by me. And you're just not that kind of God. You're big. No one's going to stop your plans. No one's going to crush this church. You're big. You're bigger than Lawrence. You're bigger than witches. You're big. You're big. We're going to worship tonight. And I want you to worship until God gets big inside of you. What does that mean? I don't know. I can't do it for you. I know today I had a bad day and I had to pray in tongues. So I felt God get big in me. Maybe you need to pray in tongues and build up yourself in your most holy faith so that God's faith gets bigger in you. Maybe you need to come out of agreement with lies. Maybe you need to shake yourself because you've gotten bored or passive or fallen asleep like the disciples. Pray so you don't enter into temptation. You don't forget who Jesus is. You don't forget what he said. You don't forget that he said, I'm going to be crucified in Jerusalem. And on three days, I'm going to raise from the dead. You need to pray so that what I said and how big it was, you can wrap your mind around it and you believe me. He who comes to God must believe that he is, that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Maybe you think that God has forgotten you or that he's not going to do what he said or he's not going to reward you. Or it's not going to be worth it. That's not a big Jesus. That's a different Jesus. That's a false Christ. Because the real Jesus doesn't lie, doesn't quit, doesn't forget. He loves, he's powerful, he comes through, he'll help you make it, he'll be with you even into the end of the age. And it's not the end of the age, so you're not going to be without Jesus, he's big. my bike down. So people need to get on the bike. Show them how to do it. He's big. It's an adventure. It's a promise. It's love. Even if it doesn't feel like it. And it's big. What are you going to do about it? You're just going to come and sit here and nod your head? What's your big? Where's your faith at? Is God big enough in you for your big to come to pass? Or do you got a little Jesus, like a bobblehead Jesus on the dashboard that just goes this way and that?
Thank you so much for listening to Warring Dove International's podcast. To find out more about our ministry and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at wardoves.com. And if you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to leave a review, subscribe, and share with a friend. We'll see you next time on our next episode.